I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, my name is Nick Russo, and I am so glad that you're listening to this podcast, Country Not Country. Now, this has been a dream of mine forever to have a podcast, and I always had a co-host when we first launched this. Erin Austin was my co-host. She now is in Memphis, Tennessee, and then most recently, I'd introduced Tori Esprevoa. She helped me co-host a few episodes as well, and without going into too much detail, Tori is exploring a lot of other options right now, and I'm so grateful and thankful that Tori is a friend of mine, and she was willing to come on and join me for this podcast. Uh, She will be missed hopefully one day we can get her back on for another episode but more than anything i just want to take this time to chat because this podcast idea was something i've always wanted to do but the truth was i was always kind of scared to just kind of go it alone i guess because it's a little weird sitting in a studio just talking to myself over and over again you never know who's going to listen and then the more i thought about the more i thought i'd need to face the fear and just kind of dive in because i have been on the radio for over 20 years now so talking is just kind of a natural part of my life and people follow on social media so this is a great way for me to expand my personality and kind of get to talk more than I do on the radio so I'm going to continue to go forward maybe one day I'll have another co-host but until then this country not country podcast will be hosted by yours truly I appreciate everyone who downloads and listens to the podcast it means the world to me hopefully this podcast can grow into something even larger and I know it will one day I just did an interview today with Sam Hunt that I will air very soon he's going to be in town in just a few weeks so we called to kind of promote that show but Sam Hunt was an artist that I'd always been a fan of since uh, Between the Pines which was his first album which was I found out actually put onto the internet before he was ever signed. He was one of the first country stars that emerged through SoundCloud and posting on different forums for music, kind of like the rappers and hip hop artists were doing early on. So Sam Hunt was kind of ahead of the curve in that respect and clearly he's had an incredibly successful career. So I really got to chat with him and have some really great talks and got to ask him all the questions I wanted to ask him for the last 10 years. So I'll air that interview here on the Country Not Country podcast uh, real soon. I want to make sure I put it on the radio first. Now, uh, last week we had uh, Thomas Rhett in town. He was at Toyota Center for the home team tour. Now, Thomas Rhett, my story for this guy, I was just getting to Houston. I'd been here April 2014 is when I first got to Houston to work on the Bull. And so I missed Rodeo 20. What year was it? What did I just say? 2014? Yeah. So I missed Rodeo 2014, came in after that. And then that year was my first 10 man jam. And Thomas Rhett was one of the brand new artists of country music. And he was one of the opening acts that year for 10 man jam. And I have this 
image of Thomas running into this like VIP room we're in. He kind of poked his head in. He looks around and was looking for, I guess, a record rep or whoever his contact was. He didn't see him, so he ran back out. And I just think about how far Thomas has come in the last 10 years. And so getting to see him at Toyota Center was really amazing. And whether he actually remembers me or not when he says hi, I, I couldn't be sure because I know these guys meet tons of radio people. Every city they go to, there's another radio room where they're meeting other radio hosts. But I have met Thomas a couple times in not-so-formal atmospheres and we've had some really great musical discussions and the last time i saw him prior to friday was in nashville where i was in town for some odyssey meetings two years ago and i got to talk to him he actually brought up cody johnson's music to me and told me how much he loved cody and aaron watson and he was dropping all these texas country names that he really loves and i told him about his song angels which was my favorite song from his album and at the time slow down summer was the single they were working so the record label really wasn't promoting angels yet. And so when they brought angels to country radio, it was really cool to me because I kind of felt like I kind of, I'm not gonna say I picked it, but in this roundabout way, that wasn't my favorite song from the album. So to know that it got to radio was really cool. And I got to share that with Thomas when we were backstage this past Friday, he had his daughter Lennon with him, which was incredible because we never get to meet their kids ever like that's and understandably so, because if I were a star, I wouldn't want my kids meeting every radio person. And and it's got to be tough to have the kids on tour with them. But they have all three kids and his wife on the back end of this tour. So it was kind of cool. He actually brought them all on stage, all the daughters uh, during the show. And we posted that video on our Instagram account, the Bull Houston. But before him was Cole Swindell and Cole. He's a guy that I first met at rodeo i'd seen him before on other shows but i didn't get to see some of our radio shows with him at the time because i worked other worked other nights or I, actually i worked nights which is why i didn't get to see him i think he did a show at stampede called the class of 2015 or something like that and then from there cole just exploded and he was everywhere then he did a rodeo show and what i remember about that rodeo show is at the time face swap was a brand new app on snapchat maybe pretty sure it was snapchat where you could do the selfie with someone next to him and they would swap your faces and cole swindell and i did call from mom answer it call silenced instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game that's why they make ordering from your couch easy stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game you have 47 new voicemails Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. That back in like 2016 before he performed at Rodeo. And so it was cool to kind of catch up with him just for a few minutes backstage. I think we took a shot of tequila. That was kind of kind of brutal, but it was also okay. But before that was Nate Smith, and he was the opening act. And Nate Smith... I, I have a really cool story of where when I went to Key West two years ago, my first time going there for the Songwriters Festival, I got to meet and spend a lot of time with Nate and his band crew and his backup singer, Stephanie, and the uh, guitarist, Maddie, Paul. Uh, they were all just, everybody was hanging out. At that time, Nate was kind of an emerging artist. He just got signed to Sony Nashville, and you know they were introducing him to everyone, and we all kind of befriended each other, and we hung out for a couple days in Key West. Well, Nate was in town for the home team tour with Thomas Rhett, and he came by our studios and came to hang out and while he was here he actually even donated five thousand dollars to give us pause which is an organization here in town that we'd been raising money for last week with our one pet one vet promotion where we were uh, raising money to help train a veteran and their service animal cost about five thousand dollars to get this process going and completed and so when nate heard about it he just instantly 
stepped up to the plate and donated 5000 to take care of an entire training session with an animal and a veteran, which was incredible. Did not expect that to happen. Um, but, you know, that's the nature of country music and the artistry in this industry is that it's a very loving, giving, supportive industry where if someone knows something's meaningful to you and they can help out, they probably will. That's the beauty of country music, if you ask me. So um, with that said, I, I just wanted to kind of come in and chat and get another episode posted. I think we're going to say this is season three, episode one. I think that's the right thing to do. Now, before I launch, um, before I let you go, I'll just say this interview you're about to hear is with nate smith when he came in before the show he only came to the bull studio didn't go to any other radio stations and we talk about our friendship we talk about how we first met the sign that showed us he was going to have a number one single with his debut single uh if you're looking through uh, nate smith music world on fire is really great um that's his newest single his last one's called whiskey on you so i'm just gonna let this interview uh, take place. We already recorded it. Again, this is a pre-recorded interview with Nate Smith when he came in last Friday, August the 8th. That wasn't August the 8th. I made that part up. He came in August, what was it last week? August 4th. I'm going to go with August 4th. I'm not going to look at the calendar. We're just going to roll with it. If I got that date wrong. But uh, again, I want to say thank you for listening to Country Not Country. This podcast means a lot to me. So we're going to keep it going. You might just have to hear my voice for a little while, maybe some interviews with other people as often as I can get them, like the Sam Hunt interview. We'll uh, release that uh, next week as well because it'll be closer to his show, and I'll have had a chance to air it on the radio as well. So uh, thank you so much for listening. Make sure you follow the podcast, subscribe to it. And here is the interview with Nate Smith. We just uh, turned on the mics as soon as we got into the studio. It goes like this. Check one, two, off the mic. Yo, View He's Sonic. in here. Nate Smith. Welcome to Houston, man. What's up, Nick? I missed you, man. Dude, it's only been like a year and a half since we were in Key West kicking it. It was just a year and a half ago that I had bird poop on my foot. You know, it, it, was, a, it was a wild thing that happened. So I don't know if you remember or not. I told you it was good luck. You did say that. It didn't feel like it at the time. It was warm. And very, very disgusting. I felt like I was going to get sick, like so, the bird flu or something. So the odds of a bird hitting you, yeah. of all the places a, the bird poop could hit, of all the places, you know, of like the true surface area, it's such a rarity. R- right to my pinky toe, too. It's like, a, it's like a, it was intentional. <laughs> he it was knew an attack it. on me. He, he saw that nail and he was like, it's like cover that you. thing up. I see you. Mm. But, but you ended up having a number one single. Debuted out of it, didn't <laughs> you? Crazy. Dude, you guys have been like... Like literally right out the gate, always, always adding things, man. Yeah, I man. Just, well, country radio really, really took you, man. They took you for a ride and they really embraced you. And so having, having that at your back, there's almost no stopping you. What, what was that? What was that first year like from single release to dude, finding out number one? Dude, crazy. Because it's like all of a sudden, like people are singing a little bit at the shows and then we're consistently every show. They know the song and stuff has been just insane. And then just the opportunities that getting a song that, that does that is just unreal. Like having this, this, and we'll probably get into it, but the Thomas Rhett tour, Definitely wouldn't have happened without Whiskey on You, for sure, man. You know, I tell everybody a little bit of your story as I remember it, because that time in Key West, it was kind of an introductory to a lot of people of yeah. country radio, and you got to kind of be really candid about your own sort of journey from, hey, I, want, I think I want to do country music, to um, almost your last real ditch effort at making this happen, and then it, it happened. So tell me, in your words, about your journey again. I want to, I want to hear that. Dude, it's been, it's been kind of crazy. You have to back up to 2008, because uh, in 2008, I moved to Nashville for the first time. And uh, I had a record deal on the table from a Christian label called Word Records. Um, and then it, I ended up starting to write a bunch of songs and stuff. And then that deal fell through. Um, but luckily, I got a, I got a publishing deal um, as a songwriter. So I did that for three years. And uh, I went through a divorce, which is really hard and hard for both of us. 
and uh, I went back to California. And the cool thing is, though, that I always had a job everywhere I went. So, like, if I lost the publishing deal, I still had a job as a certified nurse assistant. So I worked in hospitals taking care of people, um, elderly homes. I've worked in hospitals and stuff. And it's really rewarding. I love taking care of people. So, um, but I came back to California. I was doing that. I also drove Uber on the side to make a little extra cash. Um, and then I was also uh, a worship leader at my brother's church in different churches. And uh, um, I was I moved back to Paradise where I went to uh, high school and junior high and everything. That's my hometown. And um, we ended up having this crazy fire happen just out of kind of out of nowhere. And uh, it was it was crazy because um, I worked night shift at the hospital, 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. And uh, so I, I was sleeping all day long normally. And this particular morning when it happened, I had a doctor's appointment um, the town over. Um, there's no other reason I would have been awake. So if I, if I didn't have that meeting, if I didn't have that doctor's appointment, I, I wouldn't be here today, which is like a really wild, wild thing to think about. Um, so I really feel like I have a second chance at life, but, uh, long story short, I, uh, I, I moved in with my dad <laughs> cause he had a house in Chico and uh, a buddy of mine sent me an acoustic guitar and that's kind of what started. I wrote a song for paradise. Um, it ended up touching people like in a really cool way. And, and they were like, man, this song's helping me like get through the fire and stuff. And I'm like, gosh, man, like country music's really special in that way where it just really grabs you at the heart. And so I started writing songs again and it inspired me. And then my dad sold that house very quickly. Um, and I was like, when do I got to go? He's like Friday. I'm like, it is Wednesday. Dad, I've got two days to figure this out. And it was like this like awkward thing where he's like, there's not much to say, son. I'm like, you're right. And, uh, so I, uh, I, 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 I my friends got a GoFundMe for me after the fire and stuff. And I, I left my job at the hospital and um, set out on the road. I drove um, all over America for um, a little while and slept in my car and, and did all that. And then I got to got to par- uh, got to Nashville and uh, somehow got a management deal and a publishing deal pretty pretty quickly. So hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Uh, it's been a journey. But to, to fast forward to having a song on the radio is just crazy, let alone charting, let alone going number one. Man, this story is so touching, dude. And, you know, I couldn't help but notice the irony, too, that your, now, your new single now is World on Fire. Dude. Like, you think about that? Have you made? Oh, yeah. It's, it, I'm realizing it's kind of a theme for my life, you know. Um, and that song actually... So when, when the fire hit paradise, you, you, the street signs and stuff, like you see the signs, but then the trees and all the landmarks that are around it were gone. So like, you'd be like, wait, how is this? How's the Scottwood street? How's this, this Pearson or how, how do, where's my road at? Like, I don't even know. Like it, it really messed you up. So there's language like that in world on fire that like, I don't even know this place anymore. I can't see through the smoke. Like, so it's definitely like a, a metaphor in there. I love that dude. I, and, and you know, I, I believe, I believe that your, your devotion also, um, in your life that you mentioned, you know, that also adds into why you're getting to live this sort of blessed life now. Right. Like you've in this way, you kind of centered your life around God and around Jesus yeah. and started yeah. really kind of like devoting your life in this roundabout way to, um, to a direction that, that empowers uplifts and dude. helps to create your path. Get to, get to bring a little bit of hope every night at every show, which is really cool. And, um, yeah, I mean, like this is the first time I can honestly say this. And I, since you, since you brought it up, like the whole journey of coming from paradise to Nashville, the people I've met and like how things have like opened up truly feels like he was like guiding me, like literally opening doors 
that I could never open in a million years. And all I've done literally is just say yes to each thing. And like, that's, that's, there's nothing to brag about or any, it's not, I'm not totally, cool. I'm yeah. literally a chubby kid from paradise. Like it's <laughs> not, I'm in my, my late thirties, like what's going on. But, well, uh, I share with everyone this quote that I got in the end of 2020. It was about, I was reading this book and it said the root word of enthusiasm was enthos. And in Greek, enthos is uh, translated as God-inspired frenzy. And at the time, Whoa. I was all by myself, more often than not, is like the grips of the pandemic, right, into 2020. And I was having a lot of self-doubt about my own personality. And I was meeting people who were starting to embrace my passionate side, my enthusiastic side, that no one had quite embraced me like that before. And I was kind of second-guessing whether this was real or not. And then when I found that quote, I realized that, man, my zest for life and my enthusiasm were through my life. I was kind of the annoying kid or the talk-a-lot kid or whatever whatever <laughs> I, I, I believed that other people said I was. Yeah. If I had lived 2,000 years ago, they'd have been like, man, that dude's in a God-inspired frenzy, yeah, right? Yeah. I was like, who wouldn't want to live like Enthos. that? Enthos. Yeah, yeah. Whoa. Yeah, so, you know, and so, I, you know, I, I feel that when I talk to you, too, and I can feel that through your music, man, and, you know, and I've told... Enthusiasm? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely, And passion. Yeah. All passion, that stuff. And yeah. it's authentic. It's yeah. genuine. It's real. And, you know, and that's one of the things I've shared, you know, with, you know, Mallory and other people who, you know, represent your music and who I talk to about your music. I said, there's something going on that's deeper and more organic with Nate Smith that's different. Um, the My experience the world on fire i was you know i dj on a honky tonk on fridays and saturdays and there was it was fridays are usually the slower night and there was this group of like 20 in the middle and we had so it's a racetrack dance floor and people party kind of in the middle and it's kind of first come first serve and this group was super loud super excited but definitely not my regulars right and so yeah they came over and they were like the lady says in this british accent we played nate smith world on fire the song no. had only been out a week no way and i was like no way yeah I will. Let me let me, let me let me go buy it real quick, you know, and I download it off iTunes. Cause, that is Because awesome. to play on the turntables, you have to buy the song. You can't stream it, right? So, so I, I owe you a dollar twenty nine. twenty nine. I think it, was I got you. it may have been ninety nine cents. Either way, we we could call it. <laughs> it was even. in that budget pile. Either, you know I mean? either, either way, when you get that check in the mail, store. when that you get dollar that general song, you know, it's that <laughs> that mailbox money. <laughs> so, uh, but I played it, and and that was it was such a moment because she had a British accent. She's in a honky tonk bar in Houston. I don't know really anything about her life, but she's asking for your song. Which which I actually have a very strong recollection for because, you know, obviously I'm being asked about it and I, you know, I feel like I knew you pretty well from hanging out in Key West. So, yeah. there, you know, so it was just sort of a cool moment that I really believe there's organic things happening for you with your fans and your music. So it's super special. It's beyond me, man. Cause I, 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 you can't make that happen, you know? So it's just like, I'm so thankful that people like it. Now and the video I saw the other day was uh, some of your family got to see you at the arena. My grandma man, and my grandpa and my aunt. Okay. I did cry just a little bit, man. Cause really? I, I oh, yeah, man. You, well, I mean, it's, it's like, you can't, Man, I think about my own parents. Like when my parents get to hear me on the radio, right? It's not quite an arena performing, but in this way, it kind of deal, is, though. right? Yeah. It is because yeah. like our families, our parents always wanted us to. They always believed that we could do whatever it was we were going to say we were going to do, but then when we actually do it, actually and they get to it. see it, you know. So uh, tell me, who all was there? So my grandma and grandpa and my aunt and uncle were there. Was uh, it a hometown show or wasn't? But my so well, and it, so my my uncle moved to Baltimore for a job um, with his aunt, my aunt. His aunt, no. <laughs> um, but my my grandma um, had knee surgery coming up, and she wanted to use Johns Hopkins Hospital there and stuff. So she actually postponed it a week so she could make the concert, which was like I didn't know that until the day of. She told me that I'm like, oh my gosh, grandma. So it, it this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It was just like so special that she was there. And like um, I asked Chris, my uh, director and stuff, I said, hey, man, like if you can capture that moment of her without her knowing. And it was candid. She didn't know. Um, I'm like, I'll have that forever. And I actually I posted a small clip of it, but I have a four minute video of the whole thing. And dude, like, I mean. That's that's it's a miracle to have that. But we had some like moments on stage where I was looking at her and she's looking at me and and uh, <laughs> we talked about my nickname was Speedy as a kid. <laughs> I named myself that. I told all the kids, you're going to call me Speedy because I'm really fast. And I'm like, all right, Let's race, bro. Let's get and literally, I'm the slowest kid. It's got to be and the like, But you got to call me Speedy. You know, you got to so do it. Mine was Hot Rod because there was a book. <laughs> what? Yeah. A, what are the odds, yeah, dude? For real. There was a book called uh, uh, Harry, Harry, Harry the Hot Rod or Hot Rod Harry. And he rode this little motorcycle. It was my favorite book. It's like kindergartner, I guess. So Hot Rod became the nickname I wanted all the time. Hot Rod. Hot Rod. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, for sure. You need so, to get like a jersey with like Hot Rod on the name on the back. Man, my mom would yell it at basketball games, whatever sport it was. All right, let's go Hot Rod. I'd be like, who the hell is she talking to? <laughs> <laughs> were you were you fast? No, very no, slow. Very, uh, I, I'm an odd runner too. Like my upper body doesn't move. Just like it's just oh, weird. You're one of those. Like I, I kind of have like I look like I'm running in slow motion or so. Like like I don't know how to explain <laughs> it. I'm just very awkward. I, but I've broken both my knees. Like I've been through it. Like I just don't run unless someone's chasing Whoa. me. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, or no. like there's oh we got to get away. Okay. Or, oh my god, it's an ostrich. Yeah, I, I gotta run. Just Man, have you ever been of, close to an ostrich? I've been chased by an ostrich. Really? Yeah. In my mom's eyes, I do remember that. It, it was at a zoo. It hopped over the fence, and I thought that was the end of it. You know in my life and then, and then the bird every poop. year uh no, i'm just kidding <laughs> it revisits me in my dreams and and no <laughs> so there's a drive-through safari in san antonio i once went to with Hell my no. daughter and they had like you can feed these emus Hell and ostriches no. just through the window and they look so normal <laughs> they come up with like, a little head at you know, and then you no, put they're the, predators they're like, dude wow they're apex they will predators. take the whole damn thing yeah people people talk about lions all the time and 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 tigers no apex predators it's ostriches yeah you don't want to mess with there's, them. A, there's a pandemic now uh yeah. llamas are a different story llamas Way more fun. Way more fun. And cute not and aggressive. Cut. Yeah. Friendly. Have you seen them? By nature. We uh, have a, we have a llama parade at rodeo every year, and they, there's like a hundred. Yeah, there's a hundred of them, and they're all just dressed. Just llamaing out, you know. Yeah, they're llaming llaming down. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. so yeah. So let's talk about the tour, man. Uh, how I, I believe it's almost the last leg here. We're on the back half of We're it. We're getting yet? close. Yeah, which is crazy. I feel like it hey, just started. Hey, thanks for doing an indoor show. If you can tell Thomas too. Thanks for picking a place with the air conditioner. Yeah, I, thank him. I I love it. I love it. I'm really really happy about that because I I run really hot. I mean, if it's a degree over 62 degrees, I'm pouring a sweat, you know, um, but it's been going really good. We start every night with World on Fire, um, which it, it's so fun to come out with that because we have this whole intro for it and stuff. So it just comes out like, ah, um, and then they keep, let you bring pyrotechnics yet. We don't get to do okay. that. You know, we save that for the TR. You know, he he, he gets to have come out with a flamethrower. Going, Can you imagine? <laughs> Everyone's like just toasted on the tops of their heads. I'm like. You it give fires front, a theme for me, you know. You give the front row uh, marshmallows. Yeah, <laughs> I got you guys, little birds. Yeah. You know, this is the the hot zone, not the wet zone, like Shamu. <laughs> you know, I may look like Shamu, but this is heat coming at you. Yeah, you know, any, any moisture you get, sweat. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's sweat. Um, I thought about like like doing the whole like water bottle thing. I'm like, that's just rude. I don't want to get everybody wet. You know, that's just that's crazy, especially too early. Well, they're like, paying like how much money for those front row seats? Enough not to get soaked by. Anything but sweat. <laughs> uh, you know, I actually follow a couple of, I follow Matt and Stephanie. 
No way. Yeah, follow them on yes. Instagram since Key West, man. So Whoa. yeah, so um, we could have brought them. Yeah, well, I, I thought about it. Yeah. I didn't know if they. I didn't know if you'd, you'd pack with the crew or not. I could have snagged one or two of them. Uh, but know? I saw the story Stephanie posted. She was throwing one of the t-shirts out. She lost a ring, and then they found the ring. Can you believe? <laughs> well, yes, dude. I just found out about this. Isn't that crazy? It's wild. Like, what how are you, the odds? I know. Into throw your ring into an arena. She was so upset last night. She's like, my wing, my wing. <laughs> I'm like, Stephanie, come on now. But it, it was a nice ring. So, I mean, yeah. you know, and I, I, that's one of the hidden treasures too of your success that you're experiencing right now is that I love that they're with you through that, yeah. you know, and I don't really know how long that process continues in the, in the artist world, right? Where you get to ride with the same band for a long time and y'all kind of like, you got your backup vocal, man, we ride, we're the ones to doing this. Cause that, that's so cool though. Cause I know that they are loving, they are loving this experience and like, it's, it's their wildest dreams too. It is. It's, it's everybody's in a sense, like everybody's big break, you know, we're, we're on, we're playing arenas and we're on a bus and like, it's just, it's, it's really crazy and we're we're all best friends and all we do is roast each other the whole time that's just like new ways to to, to tease each other is what we do every day so I love, yeah my memory my core memory i had with them was uh i don't know how much i had to drink that night but the, the i met back with them at the liquor store that's open till 2 a.m and we we're all just kind of hanging out so i went in to buy patron and some other bottle of liquor because we were all going to go drink at this pool they weren't but i was meeting some other people back at the pool yeah. And we ended up getting kicked out of that pool like three times that night. Um, it Wait, was, I think yeah. I heard about this. Yeah, it was a good time. But, but yeah, that was, that was my that was my last memory. And then I think I saw you guys in the parking lot as we were going out. And then, <laughs> you know, and so, so it's so great, man, to have you in Houston finally. Um, took a little while, but but we're here, man. We're so here. super great. I, I definitely got to get me some Tex-Mex today at some point, somehow, some way, even if it's after show food. and Yeah, I'd say eat after the show because Tex-Mex tends to sometimes send uh, the Bobby stomach down? different ways. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, you might. I mean, unless you've already it had be, it, it, it could be a good fest. Yeah, it yeah, could yeah. Be, pepperman. Is the key peppermint uh, AIDS digestion? Oh my yeah, God. it's just real. What about a kolache? Can we do a little? Kolache? Yeah, kolache is probably great as long as it's not like sausage and cheese. That's stuff. what I was thinking though. First thought was sausage and cheese. Just actually. get it without the jalapeno. The jalapenos would probably sense it. That's the thing. That's yeah, so I good. Mean, yeah, it's, it's you. I mean, how long is the set? Twenty minutes. You got dude. I can that. hold it. You got bro. it. You got I can hold it. it. I wear a diaper. A I'll diaper. Play, I, hey, whatever it takes. <laughs> Hey, there ain't nothing wrong in show business, I'll right? Be, so, folks, tonight I'll be on stage wearing a diaper for all of you. Uh, it'll say Houston on the back, and, you know, yeah, it'll be good. I love it. Nate, thanks for taking the time, my man. Hey, You're happy, awesome. happy trails. Yes, sir. All right, brother. I'm going to uh, – wait, Nate, wait. I can't let you go. i got to tell you about the uh, dogs on the window. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. please. So, uh, on Monday, our morning show, the morning bullpen, uh, started One Pet, One Vet. This was a organ- local organization called Give Us Paws, and they trained service members – they trained service animals and the veteran – that they belong to so it's like a tandem right so they they bring in the veteran they bring in the dog and they teach them how to like train you know they train them both if you will and so it costs five thousand dollars to train a dog and the veteran and so each of the dogs on the window represent another veteran who we took care of their cost to get trained so we started on monday with the goal of five thousand and we crossed like seventy thousand dollars this morning seventy thousand yeah Whoa! Yeah, incredible, that's right? Amazing. Yeah. So, yeah. So it's all to help uh, wow. veterans with their service animals get trained, so they can have a you know more cohesive life and helps with PTSD and all that stuff. So that's why the dogs are on the window. Dang. And so, dang, yeah. that's amazing. And so, uh, I believe the lines are still open. You can text pets to the number two zero three five seven and make a donation right now. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.